he's trying to ice skate up hill. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Firefly. Stay tuned, man, he's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my was power, Earth 2 with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. P. Features. Hello, Internet. And then Baby Huey. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> tell me what's going on. I'm gonna tell you what's going on. It's Baby Huey's intro. <laughs> I, I love how I have a singing intro uh, intro now. Look, we're all going stir crazy, <laughs> and that's it's just gonna happen. Like that's I think we all just have to agree that none of these shows for a good while are going to be what we would consider normal. I haven't left my house in a week. Yeah, but see, you've been working as well. Like that part's new for you. We've been doing this already. I know. Each and I, we've been I know. in this, <laughs> and it's affecting I'm, us I'm all. I'm new to this whole quarantine. It's affecting us all in very different ways. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm slowly losing my mind. I don't know where everybody else is, but I'm definitely losing mine. Uh, right. yeah. Welcome. Yep. You doing okay, Feach? I currently have bags under my eyes, and I've been up for at least about twenty-four to forty-eight hours. Go to bed, man. <laughs> Why? You've got nothing but bedtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, I've been sleeping all day. Features has been working on that OnlyFans page. That's what's going on. <laughs> He's been getting ready. <laughs> all right. Welcome to the Friday. The Saturday. Friday. 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 Welcome to the Friday. Friday show. If you're new around here, Friday, that's where Friday, Friday. we don't talk about the news. The new news. Yeah, so uh, we know <laughs> you all want more breakdown issues. Like That's something that um, we've asked multiple times, and we've gotten that response multiple times as well. Uh, and Phil, uh, one of the listeners of the show, reached out and said that he'd love to get a breakdown on Blade, especially with the Mishah Ali movie coming up. Uh, why not talk about the Daywalker, the, uh, the Dampier, 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 Dampier. It sounds like Pierre. It sounds like Dampier, but it's really Dampier. It sounds like you're saying damper while getting punched in the stomach. Pretty much. Dampier. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's what it sounds like. We'll explain what that is in a second. But yeah, I figured let's, um, let's first off, Blade is one of those characters that, Although a Marvel mainstay for many years at this point, I mean, God, he, we're talking, what, 1972 that he was first introduced, so he's been around for a very long time, but he's not, he's mainstream, but not comic-wise. That makes sense? The Wesley Snipes movies is how most people will always remember Blade, and they know that it's a Marvel movie because we've all said it a million times over. <laughs> Factual. Other tidbit you know what I mean? is that that was yep. the first R-rated Marvel movie. Yeah. Um, most Sorry. people, I mean, I should, we, 
that's a good tidbit. But nobody at the time was really going, oh, this is a comic book movie. Right. Right. And it was the, the, you know, the first rated R. It's the franchise that, that allowed something like a Deadpool to be made or even just the MCU in general. So, I mean, it's arguably the most important Marvel movie ever made. Truth. Yeah, you that's agree? a fact. I would agree with that. But most you know of the Bla- things that... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, we, we need to give Blade uh, and Wesley Snipes his flowers. So, you know. His flowers? Yeah, give him his flowers while he's still here. Well, what are you talking about? Is he dying? No. Well, I mean, technically. Is he, is he being replaced? <laughs> is because he's being replaced? Yes. Oh, okay. I've never, never heard of that as giving him his flowers before. That's a new phrase. But okay, we'll make it a thing. We're going to give people flowers when they get replaced. So anytime, <laughs> wait, so wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> bear with me here. So Danny Ketch, we, oh, not, we need to get him some flowers. Uh, we need he to get Falcon Cap some flowers. He, Falcon, yeah. Falcon needs some flowers. Bucky at this point, I mean, he never got flowers. Wally? No. Wally, Wally needs flowers. flowers. We got to get a lot of flowers. All right, Features, you're on it. <laughs> you're, not, you're not sleeping anyway. You might as well. <laughs> Go pick flowers or something. Go on a walk. <laughs> Six feet away from everybody. But, <laughs> Feature, uh, but Features, look at the flowers. <laughs> oh, did you make a Walking Dead joke? <laughs> I did. I sure yeah. did. That's a messed up Walking Dead joke, man. <laughs> it's like one of the most messed up scenes from that show. Uh, okay. So with the, the movie being the most important thing to most people, and when you think of Blade, you think Wesley Snipes. How important do you think the comic book origin actually is? Because it was so deviated from in the movie. Uh... I don't think. Not at all, I don't think. I prefer the uh, the uh, the the movie origin. I I'm going to agree with Baby Huey. I think the movie origin serves Blade better than the comic one. Because what that was Detroit, Michigan, and he was his mom was giving birth to I mean, the same prostitute mom, right? Um, right. Mm-hmm. And she she gets fed on while giving birth, but doesn't she like come into the hospital already been fed on? Like, aren't they wheeling her into the hospital? I, it's been a yeah. long time since I've seen the movie, but in, in, in the comics, it was Deacon Frost. You know, that's like the arch nemesis of Blade, we'll say. I mean, maybe, maybe we'll give it to Dracula, but I'm going to say Deacon Frost. Um, I'll we'll say Deacon Frost. So in, in the comics, Deacon Frost feeds on his mom pretending to be a doctor while she's giving birth. And then that passes on the enzymes, which makes him the Dompierre. Right. Right. So in the movie, it was Deacon Frost still, but he did it like in the actual world, not in the hospital, and then they bring her in and give birth, right? Isn't that how that works? That is correct, sir. And then she dies giving birth. Well, supposedly, because you see her at the Allegedly. end. Allegedly, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so th- things change quite a bit when you look at Blade's origin, because Blade's origin goes back to what? Baby Huey just gave me this, 1929, right? Uh, correct. So it's 1929. This guy named Eric Brooks. Uh, he his mom gets attacked by Deacon Frost, pretending to be a doctor while she's having issues with childbirth. With childbirth, he bites her, kills her. The enzymes pass on, and he then becomes a vampire hunter, looking to both kill him and Dracula. Uh, but he gets like a, a a cavalcade of different like male role models. Like he's got one big one who I think is supposed to be the Whistler. Like Whistler is like based on this guy. I forget what his name is. Um. Uh-huh. Jamal, right? Something like that. 
Yeah, Jamal, Jamal uh, Afari. Um, but he and he's like Blade's closest thing to a father figure. Uh, but then he doesn't he become a vampire and Blade has to kill him. That's probably something like what happens, but that, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. But I do know um, when when they first meet is when uh, Blade is about nine years old and he helps him fend off a vampire attack. He was getting beset upon by about three vampires, and Blade helps him out. Yeah, and I'm and I'm pretty sure after that, yeah, you because know, he pulls out his silver sword from his cane, he kills all the vampires, and then like convinces Blade. Um, you know, that to to take up fighting a vampire because he realizes there's something special about him and trains him. And then later on, Blade as an adult, when he's going to fight Dracula, because he's free, he, his first appearance is in the tomb of Dracula in 1970 something, I forget, right? 1970 something, Se- uh, but 75, 75. So during Tomb of Dracula, it's so funny how he's there to kill Dracula in the book of Dracula and then succeeds in the very next issue. So, like, Dracula dies in the book of Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by right after Blade's first appearance, so Blade was that badass right from the get go that the moment he's introduced, one issue later, Dracula died. <laughs> now his, it's it's his comic, costume so, back then wasn't badass. Uh, his costume was badass for the time. It's not yeah, it's not badass it, now when we think of Blade, but back at the time, a, it, a red a red a red trench coat basically. For, first off, first off, he, he had awesome <laughs> green glasses. He had the cool afro, he had, and it was a brown coat. And he had, didn't he have a green shirt or a purple shirt on or something underneath? I forget. Yeah, he was John Shaft, but without the black. <laughs> and, by the way, this is something, here's a little fun fact. He's also British, which never makes, like, because in the movie he was born in Detroit. Comic-wise, that dude's British. So in, remember this, when you read Blade comics, you should be reading it with a British accent. He should sound like Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he no, should that's... sound like idris actually if you had idris alba play the role with his own voice would be more in canon or in continuity than what we've seen so far that would be interesting as well as factual yes <laughs> so yeah just keep that in mind every time you see blade think of think of uh you know uh what's, what's a good i don't want to say idris alba again i want to make another joke Ah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so far, though, that's the uh, the we don't actually get the uh, the origin story of Blade until Marvel presents number three, I believe, uh, and in that we get a black and white origin story that's like eleven pages of of Blade, Deacon Frost, his mom, and that's when you find out that it's actually a vendetta, and that the reason that he wants to kill Dracula is because of Dracula being like the spawn of all vampires. And killing some of his other friends, so it's all a vendetta. It's all vengeance. And so, in the first one, in his first appearance, he saves, uh, he saves like all of these passengers in, in a, on a uh, cruise ship. I think it's a cruise ship. It's a big boat, but I think it's a cruise ship. But the cruise ship's like about to sink, and he saves all of these passengers by throwing them overboard. That which allows Dracula to escape. But you look at him like this do-gooder superhero type. You don't realize that his motives are a lot more personal and a lot darker. I mean, Batman's the same way. Yeah, absolutely. But it's just it's it's just how you how he's presented when you first see him to what he eventually becomes. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't. I want I want to say I have more feelings about Blade than I do. I don't really have a like a other than the movie. 
I don't have like a connection to Blade. I feel like Blade is very much like Thor for me, just cooler. Like Thor. <laughs> Well, no, I'm look, I know I have, there's a lot of Thor fans who listen to this show and are get very mad that I said that. But remember in, in the nineties, Thunderstrike, who cares? I mean, except for Scott, he might. But most people don't care about Thunderstrike. And then later on he got that weird midriff during the Marvel vs. DC era. Remember for <laughs> Thor got that weird midriff outfit that yeah. looked terrible? It it wasn't oh, until like the early two thousands that he got revamped and, and Thor became cool. Well, at least to me. I'll I'll start owning that as a me thing, but uh, Blade you like, was very you like similar. Ultimate Thor. Uh, he's okay. Ultimate Thor's okay. I didn't really like the Ultimates in general, though. Oh, okay. I wasn't right. I wasn't a big old for anybody unaware. The Ultimates is a a secondary universe that Marvel created to be more uh, conducent to what the times are like. So it was a more modern take on all of the characters. So like for example, that's where Peter Parker's no longer radioactive, but genetically modified spiders. Um, so think that's where you, uh, a lot of the modern takes on heroes, or even the MCU takes pulls a lot of things from the Ultimate Universe. So if you're unaware of what that is, that's that's what we're referring to. Uh, but yeah, let's go back into Blade. Blade, unfortunately, hasn't really had a long-standing book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's he's never really been able to to succeed on his own. He's been a part of a lot of cool teams. But his own books only ever last like less than ten issues before they're canceled, or or they or he only gets miniseries. That well, that's because and uh, we we briefly talked about this before, but uh, off off mic, Blade is like kind of like the writing behind Blade is really is really narrow. He focuses focuses on one one aspect and area of the marvel universe which happens to be vampires not even the entire realm of of like the dark ethers that, yeah. that the normal heroes don't handle it's like just demons in the occult yeah he he doesn't even do that it's just vampires he's like eh, i don't like vampires that's what i'm gonna do this is my lane is kill them all which is kind of funny because like one of his superpowers is that he can detect the supernatural so that means like he's walking around and he could go, oh look, demon, not dealing with it though. Uh, oh look, ghost, not dealing with it though. Oh look, a witch, nah, I'm cool. Oh look, a vampire, <laughs> blades out. Let's do this. <laughs> so he's right. just he's literally just avoiding everything. Like nah, I'm good. I'm good. Like Blade <laughs> could literally walk past Cthulhu in human form and be like, nah, not my problem. You're the only person I've ever heard pronounce Cthulhu Cthulhu. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say Cthulhu before. <laughs> but it makes sense, Sword. It makes sense. <laughs> uh, for anyone under... Uh, do I have to give a Cthulhu breakdown? Uh, Cthulhu from H.P. Lovecraft is a the Lovecraftian monster that looks like a, a bat, uh, elephant, squid giant creature from the ocean it's crazy crazy book very short it makes me question my vocabulary because i can't understand a lot of that book um but yeah worth your read give it a shot hp lovecraft all right moving on also you want to know <laughs> a very uh small tidbit dealing with blade not directly but indirectly sure guess who created dracula in the mcu in the mcu not mcu just in a marvel universe in general i'm sorry Oh, in Marvel. Okay, who created yeah. Dracula? Apocalypse. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Really? <laughs> wait. So run that Dracula's back. a Hold mutant? On. 
<laughs> wait, are, wait, wait, does that, wait, yeah, does that make vampires mutants? <laughs> no, they're just genetically altered humans. So the same way, the same way Apocalypse created Sinister, he created uh, Dracula. But if he created Dracula, really? then, they're, then that means that, that they're not the occult. They're not like supernatural things. Oh, they are. Not really. You They're got, not you like the remember. same thing as, as what vampires what was, have always been known. Well, what was supernatural before mutants? I don't know. I mean, I would, I would feel like that, like hell and all that stuff. All the, the um, Night Stalker stuff was all around back then, too. You would assume so, but Apocalypse actually predates a lot of that. That's so crazy. So then that, so does that make Apocalypse part of the occult? Like, would Constantine go after Apocalypse? No, because Apocalypse is a cult, but not like in the supernatural occult. It's more like uh, biblical. So weird. I, I can't even wrap my mind around that. Apocalypse <laughs> just shows up in the weirdest places. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's a that's a weird one. Um, all right. Let's uh let's go back into modern day Blade. Because eventually Blade gets a, a re a revamp and he no longer has the afro and he gets the, the look that we all know. Well, similar to what we all know. Before the Wesley Wesley Snipes is really what changed the way Blade looked. At my first time ever seeing Blade was the Spider-Man animated series. Mm-hmm. You guys remember that when he was hunting, I think he was hunting Morbius with the living vampire? Yes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> that was the quietest baby Huey. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes yes i yes i saw that i saw that um, i'm sorry i'm i'm trying to re i'm trying to research this dracula apocalypse thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a wild fact that's a crazy fact I, I might have to like i haven't made a fireside facts post in a long time i think that's gonna be one i think we're gonna make a apocalypse created dracula wow yeah. that's so weird that's just weird it, to say it's very possible they probably retconned it somewhere but I, i'll uh i'll get it for you but also one thing to keep in mind, vampires in Marvel aren't as cool as vampires just in general. Like, they're, they're very one-note. You know what I mean? Like, it's just well, vampire. Yeah, because, I mean, if you're a vampire in a world full of mutants and superheroes, what good are you, actually? How, how powerful are you, really? That, that's fair. That's fair. Because, like, the, <laughs> the interpersonal relationships of the vampire, like, society in the Blade movies, I loved. Like, I love yeah. Deacon Frost being on the outside because he wasn't, like, a true-blood vampire. Uh, I, I like the dichotomy between, like, the different houses of vampires. Like the, how the movie kind of expanded on that, especially in the second one when we got the, the vampires that evolved to eat other vampires. Like, the movies really took the vampire lore into a new direction, and I really like that. The Marvel books, though, they just felt very... The vampires felt very one-note, like, blood. Yeah, they're, they're dry. Yeah, they're really weird dry. to say I about think, a vampire, but yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's why the comics, like the comic version of Blade, has not done so well because they've yet. To, I think even when they've tried to incorporate some of the the movie into the books, they haven't done it the same way that the writers of the, the actual movie have with the lore, and so it, it still comes off as like we're right here, but. We can't take it all the way there, and so there it leaves it leaves people wanting more, and then that they can't provide for you. Well, and oh. that's because Blade's movie, very similar to a lot of movies, I shouldn't just say this is a Blade thing, but Blade as a character is, although the title character is not the the important part, it's the world. 
It's the whole world of Blade in those movies that make it interesting. Whistler is very is an, a very interesting character. Deacon Frost is a very interesting character. Um, the 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 elders of the vampires are very interesting. Blade himself is very one note. You know what I mean? Like Blade Blade is not a very I don't. He's a deep character because of his his hurt and his loss, but he's not a very. He's not. A, he's, there's not a lot to figure out about Blade. Yeah, it's like no, vampire. No, it's, you kill him. It's see, see vampire, kill vampire. Right. Yeah, he's right. the Planet Fitness guy. I pick things up and put them down. So <laughs> much so. <laughs> I just hearing that in a British act. I'm just. I'm just thinking Idris Elba saying that. Um, <laughs> Hello, governor. Uh, I pick things up and put them down. <laughs> <laughs> oh Steve's my going god! To kill me. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, yeah. Going back to his whole like bloodlust for vampires. Remember when he short period of time where he was with the X Men, uh, and yes. he wanted to kill Jubilee almost immediately. And the, isn't that the whole reason he left was because they wouldn't let him kill Jubilee? <laughs> uh, I thought he wanted to kill Gambit. No, remember, well, he maybe did, but he, a big part of it was Jubilee was a vampire at the time. Remember Jubilee became a vampire, and then she had, like, a kid? So she was, like, a single mom with a single vampire mom? Wow, I completely <laughs> missed the bus on that one. Yeah, and then Blade wanted to kill her, and they were like, well, no. <laughs> he goes, well, I don't, I don't like you guys, and you can't come to my birthday anymore. <laughs> and then he well, left. Technically, I'm going home. Technically, yeah, he I'm shouldn't a, like him. I'm going to take my steaks. Uh, and my crosses and my garlic and I'm going home. <laughs> and <laughs> my honestly, silver, all of it. <laughs> all of yeah, right. All of the um the books surrounding Blade, the best ones, he's with other characters. I mean, even look Blade versus Wolverine, where we find out that Wolverine had a big, you know, big influence on his past and like his jacket was originally Wolverine's that we found out in that book. Um you know, and then in Night Stalkers oh, really? was a was a yeah. Night Stalkers was a pretty big book for him. Uh, there in during Civil War, he sides with the mutant registration. Excuse me, the Registration Act, the Superhero Registration Act, because he's like, I don't really care. Do I get to kill vampires? Yes. All right, here I'll sign. <laughs> Move out of my way. Right. Um, he also he he had a spinoff in Secret Wars or not Secret Wars, Secret Empire, where he still went. And, so all those crazy things going on, and yet he's still fighting vampires. Hydra's taken over, and he's like, I don't really care. <laughs> and then at one point, he became uh, Ronan. What? He did become Ronan. Yeah, he was Ronan he was... for a little while in the, event, the Mighty Avengers. The, the Mighty Avengers. The vampire-killing Ronan. Well, he, he hid his Ronan, so, no one, so he was hiding from vampires. So there was a bunch of vampires that were looking for him, like a different version, variation of vampires. And they were, they were looking for him, and so he went under the moniker Ronan, uh, since it was available, and stayed Ronin for a while uh, until the vampires figured out he was Ronin, and that's when he had to give up who he was. He was actually, here's where get, things get really weird. He was also a character named Spider Hero. Do you guys remember Spider Hero? He was purple and, and, and uh, it was purple and green. No. Was it green? Yeah, no. green. Yeah. No. <laughs> and Spider-Man, Spider-Man sent him a cease and desist letter. <laughs> and he looks like Spider-Man. Oh. It was an, it, he did this before the Mighty Avengers again, trying to hide from those vampires. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not, and I'm not making that up. I'll put it in the show post. Like that, that was a I, thing I, where he dressed up as Spider Man and he had nunchucks. <laughs> I just want to say that a vampire hunter hiding from vampires is some punk ish, and I don't know why they thought that was genius to write. 
I kind of liked him in the Ronin costume. I, I thought it was kind of a cool, a, a cool surprise later on when you're like, "Oh, damn, Ronin's blade!" Like that was cool. That was a yeah. cool reveal. And he wore, yeah, he wore, and he even wore his leather jacket over the uh, Ronin costume, which made it look badass. But he yeah. technically was not badass. He was hiding. He was, <laughs> he, he was NPC for 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 vampires. What the? And then, and then he gets kidnapped. <laughs> Jesus. But we, I mean, look, even before the, the, the movie announcement, the Mashal Ali uh, movie announcement, am I saying that right? Mahershala. What year are you? Pretty much. No, wait, hold on, say it again. <laughs> I say Mahershala. But oh, it's okay. probably Ma- Mah- Mahershala. Mahershala Ali. All right. Well, whatever, as long as, I'm, look, Gail got it. We, it's kind of our thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but once, even before that a movie was officially announced, we knew Blade was coming to the MCU. Yes. Mar- Marvel all of a sudden started doing some weird things with Blade, and you're like, wait a second. This guy has yet to have a book that reached, like, issue 19. He's never, I don't think he's had a book that reached, did he ever have a book that reached issue 15? Nope. I don't Wait, think he's ever had. No, I, don't I don't even. Think, I don't think so. Has he had a standalone book that has gone more than ten issues? I don't think he has. I could be very wrong here because again, I'm not a big Blade fan. I shouldn't say that. I'm not a big Blade comic fan. Blade is not a character that if all of a sudden they announce a new book and like there's not some crazy storyline associated with it or it's not tying into something that I think I'm going to jump into. But uh, Baby Hugh, are you Baby Hughing this? Are you finding out if he's got a one that lasts uh, more than ten? <laughs> his longest I'm, story I'm looking, yeah. might have went like uh, twelve issues. Probably. Well, no, yeah, you, you uh, no features has something. Uh, Blade Volume Six did one through twelve. Well, there you go. What's Blade Volume? Blade Volume Six. There's been six volumes of Blade. Get out of here. <laughs> there, there has not been six volumes of Blade. Hey, you know. Are you excited for a new movie for Blade? that's that's the the thing i'm Is it? not sure like i do want to see another blade film I, I think he deserves another film because blade 3 was trash but um i don't know like with 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 everything that marvel has done so far is like where do you fit blade in I mean, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure they'll probably spin it off from Doctor Strange or something, but... Or, or I still think it's going to connect to Morbius from Sony. Because, okay, one thing that we did not talk about is that he doesn't become the Daywalker until, like, the the mid, the mid early 2000s, right? Isn't that about when he, that happened? He So right. he's immune to vampire bites. One of his powers is that he can't be turned into a full vampire. Like, he's immune to it. But... Morbius is a genetically altered vampire. He's not a natural vampire. So when Morbius bit him, he became, it mixed with his um, Dompier <laughs> genes and gave him all of the, the, the saying that we know, all of their powers, none of their weaknesses. That, that cam- comes from Morbius giving him the rest of the vampiric powers that most vampires have. He didn't originally have that. Originally, all he had was, you know, your grab bag of, of superhero traits right super super strength uh, agility speed and it wasn't even agility he just not agility it wasn't uh, endurance he had this ability to uh to not tire as fast but he still tires he had a healing yeah. factor but it wasn't anything special he had he uh, the Captain abil- america yeah but even then he wasn't that like he now can lift 10 tons and leap a skyscraper but that didn't happen until after morbius 
Morbius is really what set him on a. Uh, that's what be, when he became the Daywalker, and things changed dramatically for what Blade was able to do. Because now all of a sudden he's got a grab bag of other powers. Like he did have that the hunger for the the uh, for blood, and when he had that serum that kind of fixed that for him, um, mm-hmm. which is still true from the movie. But it wasn't until Morbius, which is why it's weird to me that they're making a Morbius movie and then announce Blade. I feel like they have to cross over. Hey, uh, real fast, get, get, getting back to the uh, comics. Yeah, uh, the most the most he's ever had is tw- is uh, twelve issues, and technically it's six volumes. There was five, and then the sixth one was canceled before it was released. Wow! Wow! wow. I mean, good for him. That's two more than I expected, but. <laughs> Yeah, but it looks like tw- 12 is the most that he's ever had, 12 issues in a series, or in a, in a volume. Then, and that's, I mean, that's normal for Blade, comic Blade, because um, Features makes a really great point. He said earlier, is, what are vampires in a world full of superheroes? I mean, how powerful can you really be? So as cool as Blade really is, he's going up against some crazy people when you start talking the Marvel Universe, opposed to Blade just being his own thing in his own world doing, you know, Blade stuff. Like, it changes pretty dramatically when all of a sudden he steps up and, like, the sentry is there. You know? Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> right. There's nothing you can do. Um, so, no. yeah, look, I'm, I'm glad you've read. Uh, look, I hope, Phil, I hope this is everything that you wanted it to be as far as a Blade breakdown. There's really not but so much to go over with yeah, Blade. I didn't ruin it for you. <laughs> well, no, th- you can't ruin it because of the movies. Th- the... Blade, I believe, has a second life because of the movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. So because, right. because those movies came out and did, were as popular as they were, that's what le- kept Blade relevant, even when the comics kept trying to push him back in, because he's a cool character. But every time the comics tried to push him back in, it didn't work well. But that's because, as I think Features said, he's surrounded by these extreme and extravagant you know, beings that he, that he just kind of pales in comparison to. Yeah, I mean, unless you, unless you give Blade a a really viable villain, like you know, I think you've said it before. Like heroes are only as good as the villains that they fight, and he he's out there fighting Dracula, Deacon Frost, people that can be killed with a wooden stake, and not it was the <laughs> last time we actually talked about Blade. We were talking about him getting a new set of powers and it was really him just having boy thing attached to his back and an unlimited supply of wooden stakes. You see how ridiculous that sounds? I see your face right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a good point. You know what? You know how here's how here's how you can make Blade cool again. You remember the um, Wolverine versus the Marvel Universe, Punisher versus the Marvel Universe, and then there was the Avengers versus the Marvel Universe? Or actually, mm-hmm. I think it was Wolverine, Avengers, Punisher. I think that's how it went. But do you remember that there yeah. was those those books where they all became like weird zombie creatures? Yeah. And then they had to. So what if you did like Blade kills the Marvel Universe or Blade versus the Marvel Universe, where all of the heroes and villains get a, um, they all become vampires. So then you've got Blade with just his grab bag of powers up against zo- uh, Vampire Hulk, and he's got to figure out a way to kill him. Well, see, I feel like it. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that wouldn't work. There was okay, so there was a time where Wolverine became uh, probably multiple times where Wolverine became a vampire, and in one of those times, he actually took over the mantle of Dracula. Like, yeah, I don't like Wolverine, but let's be honest: how do you kill 
Dracula with a healing factor that pretty much makes him immortal depending on who writes the story. I mean, it's it's kind of true for Blade at the same time. I mean, Blade after Morbius got a crazy healing factor where he can regrow limbs. I mean, Blade got wild after Morbius. So I, I feel like it could be done. Look, if you could do Punisher versus the Marvel Universe, you could do Blade versus the Marvel Universe. I'm I glad think- you... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm glad you mentioned that that regrow limbs part because there was also a point in time where Blade in the comics lost his hand and he had it replaced with a gun. And that was what? before that was before Morbius. No, that was after Morbius. Yes, he was. So what are they just the Evil Dead? They just gave up on the whole regrowing limbs part. Which is exactly why Blade in the comics does not pan out the way that Blade in the movies does. Blade in the movies is way cooler. I don't know if we got to, like, give more flowers to Wesley Snipes for that. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think just well, the writing look, for the movies is better. Just, just give him a bouquet. <laughs> I'm excited for a Blade movie, but it does, it does beg a really, like, it, Features makes a very good point. What does a Blade movie look like when Thor shows up? You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. Thor shows up, Bl- Blade's just going to just take a seat in the back, buddy. <laughs> like, it's the movie's I over. Mean, Black- even Black Panther's showing up. Like, every character besides Blade in the MCU, other than, like, Hawkeye and, um, and Black Widow, and well, I guess we'll see what the Black Widow movie comes out, but th- that are, like, on par with Blade. I would say Blade's a little bit higher than the two of them. What's, what's Blade going to do in an Avengers movie? He was a part of the Avengers. I mean, they made him an Avenger recently. He is an Avenger. Now, in the Ultimate Universe, there was an Avengers book where they all did become vampires, I believe. There was a Blade book where, like, Captain America becomes a vampire, all that kind of stuff. So there's a possibility that they could do it that way, but we'll see. Yeah, but Blade doesn't kill the Avengers. He finds a way to turn them back, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Which is funny because he's willing to turn them back, but, like, Jubilee, gotta go. (laughs) Gotta (laughs) gotta take out Jubilee. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's Jubilee, you know. Hey, 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 hey. That's racist. I will not have you say anything about those plasmoids. <laughs> how, is Jubilee, how is Jubilee racist? No, the fact that he wants to kill Jubilee would not kill the Avengers, it's racist. Why? It's genetics, man. Because they're mutants. <laughs> exactly. Wait, what? <laughs> it's because they're, they're mutants. You made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's because she's a mutant. It's racist. He's I, racist towards mutants. I can't say he's geneticist. That's, that doesn't make sense. Gen, gen, you can say he's a bigot. <laughs> I mean, that, that, isn't that all-encompassing? Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that the point yeah. of bigotry? All right, I, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's baby Huey's. You're on, the, you're on the right track. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, uh, I meant he. Do that thing. <laughs> you can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Uh, I appreciate everybody who's hanging around during all this. Look, I know times are, you know, really, really hard on everyone right now. Uh, this is, everybody's going through a lot. Everybody be kind to yourself. Everybody take it easy on yourself right now. If you're sad, be sad. If you're happy, be happy. Don't, there's just way too much uncertainty. To, to be down on yourself right now. You know what I mean? So enjoy what you can enjoy. Binge your shows. If you like our show, keep listening. Uh, but, you know, try and, try and stay positive, and we're going to try and punch out as much of this stuff as we possibly can for you. We appreciate the support. Once again, I'm Menti. I'm Features. 
I'm Baby Huey. All right. On that note, deuces for our maybe Friday show, Saturday, Friday, whatever day.